Well, here it comes, short and sweet parenting tips. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, everyone. This is a special short and sweet parenting tip for you parents out there. What I mean is this is not a parenting hack or key information on how to improve things with your kids. This is a gift to the adults out there who are weathering COVID in all its unexpected twists and turns. This gift I have for you is unlocked by, drumroll, gratitude. (laughs) Really, I'm not just being mushy here though. As you'll see, science supports how beneficial gratitude is for your mental health, brain activity, and decision making. It's also proven to increase your quality of sleep, strengthen your immune system, improve relationships, and reduce aches, pains, and even blood pressure. It also promotes happiness, forgiveness, and compassion. So now that I think about it, when I said this episode isn't to improve your parenting, I guess that wasn't necessarily accurate because all of these verified benefits can enhance your parenting and improve relationships. Today, though, I'm only going to highlight one study called How Gratitude Changes You and Your Brain. If this sounds familiar, I referenced this article in one of my COVID pre-launch episodes. By the way, I will post the research summary on the Short and Sweet Tips Facebook page. So in 2017, researchers Joel Wong and Joshua Brown from Indiana University compared three groups of college students who were already seeking counseling for concerns like anxiety and depression. There was, of course, a control group, a number of people who were asked to focus on the negative things they were facing, and a third bunch of students who were asked to write gratitude letters to another person once a week for three weeks. For this study, they weren't even required to mail the letter. Now, this third group of students reported better mental health than both the control group and the ones who wrote about their negative experiences. Results were not immediate, though. They showed up long-term, not the day they wrote the letter or even the same week. The improvement in their mental health, though, actually extended long after they finished writing their letters and literally changed their brain. Three months later, the researchers scanned the brains of everyone who participated in the study. Those who wrote gratitude letters showed more activity in the part of the brain associated with learning and decision-making. Hey, if being grateful really improves your decision-making, I would pay money for that because decision-making around here feels very hit and miss right now. The big takeaway is that gratitude is not a one-time event. Experts call it a discipline or practice. Practice as a verb is defined to perform or do habitually or usually. Let's compare the practice of gratitude to physical exercise. You don't work out once and then you're all set to be fit and healthy the rest of your life. I wish, right? (laughs) It's something you put effort into on a regular basis over time to get long-term results. And if you notice yourself getting a little flabby, you realize you've fallen out of the habit and you tighten up your exercise regime. Arnold's dream is to create a flabless utopia, but alas, the girly man is a formidable opponent. That's right, but hear me now and believe me later, we can easily crush girly men like grapes. That's right, and make a nice dry white wine. (laughs) I guess I just dated myself there with uh, Saturday Night Live and Hans and Franz. There are several ways to strengthen your gratitude muscles, so let's look at a few of the most popular methods today. First, a gratitude journal, which can take all shapes and forms. There are countless journals on the market that will walk you through focused activities 
or you can just get a blank notebook and Google gratitude prompts on the internet. I'll include links to some prompts on the Facebook page too. Or simply write 10 things you're grateful for every day. Experts suggest you share your lists with friends and family, saying them out loud to cement them in your mind, but also to encourage others to have a thankful mindset. With many of these methods, you may want to consider doing an exercise in the morning to start off with a grateful outlook, then revisit your journal or list at night, bringing another day's worth of perspective with you. An activity to help your entire family focus on gratitude is simply going around the dinner table and giving each person a chance to share one to three things they're thankful for. This may seem like a small thing, but it gets everyone looking back at their day to find something positive. In order for this to benefit our girls, we don't give them an option whether or not to share. Here's a couple fun ways to kickstart your grateful meter. One way is to brain dump a hundred things you're thankful for. When I did this several years ago, sure, I started out with frivolous things like cute shoes and coffee. But once I started thinking thankfully, I was on a roll and I actually flipped over the paper and continued on the back. You can also complete an A to Z gratitude list. That's kind of a fun switch up there. I'll post worksheets for both of these on my Facebook page. Remember, gratitude as a discipline means that it is not something we start once we've arrived at the next goal or achievement in our lifetime. Gratitude is not situational. Along those lines, author and public speaker Michael Hildago recommends writing things you're thankful for in connection with a less than desirable circumstance, like a strained relationship or difficult work environment. For example, ask yourself, what good does that relationship bring to your life? Or what are some benefits about your job? This shifts your perspective. It doesn't mean that you're denying your circumstances. It is thankfulness during and sometimes in spite of the situation. Hidalgo also shares that for him personally, when he's struggling through a difficult day, he just repeats the phrase, thank you, thank you, thank you, over and over to himself. He says that keeps him from focusing too long on the negative. As for me, it's so easy to fall into a trap of feeling ripped off because of COVID or frankly, any number of life situations. So when I start feeling down or disappointed in something, I try to refocus by asking myself questions to gain some perspective. Like, is my family healthy? Are they safe? Are we still speaking to each other at the end of the day? Will the sun come up tomorrow? And do I have another day to live on this sweet earth with my amazing family? Answering these questions gives me the perspective to be grateful because I can be thankful for the big things that matter the most in my life. So I'd love for you to try one of these gratitude methods and let me know on Facebook how it went. Maybe create an incentive to help this become a habit because it's the long-term improvements to your mental health and better decision-making you're after. Have a lovely holiday weekend, my friends. I hope this episode gave you a new way to look at gratitude and thankfulness. This was short and sweet parenting tips, fresh ideas in bite-sized portions. 